0: new episode um i'm feeling a range of emotions today i don't i don't know what's going on here you know it's like mostly it's 99.9% good and then there's like tinge with some like weird like uh mildly existential existential seems even dramatic uh even with the mildly modifier on it like, I don't know, it, uh, the passage of time and, and, and the permanence of certain choices we make and consequences and, uh, and volleyball effect, not volleyball, uh, fucking domino affecting of things, you know, um, to make all that short. I'm thinking about my goddamn love life. That's exactly what all of that means. It it's not what it means, okay? I found out that a chick that I'm that I base my future wife off of, at least in my mind, um, is with a is with a dude. And, you know, that's always great. And, you know, great for her, cool. Hope the guy's great I mean, I spoke to him a little bit. Um, seems it's all all coolio. And also I met multiple women Uh, that I'm like, damn, she's, wow, you know, Um, not just looks department, but like, like interesting to chat with, even for the brief moments that I'm fucking running back and forth in this party or whatever, Um, so I don't know, also, I don't want, (sighs) dating makes no sense for me right now, but if not now, then when, you know? And I'm the type of person that I know when. Like, I don't do this thing of, all right, you know how how they say, uh, you'll never be ready to, like, make the leap to do something, right? And, you you know, fear is always going to hold you back, so you just do a Hail Mary, you you do the thing, whether you're ready or not, and eventually, whatever. And it's like, sure, yeah, but also, you could be kind of smart about it, right? Like, I got into a relationship um when I didn't have money and wasn't making any really and and uh it made it very very difficult to like enjoy parts of it at least when it was good because the only things that we could do were just enjoy each other's company and literally just fuck that's like the two things that we could do right um which is like fine if that's if whatever that's fine but um in the type of relationship that i'd like to have uh with a not even that i would i wouldn't feel confident dating without like dropping wads of cash does that make any sense not in the not in the like very fucking you know uh money like gold diggy kind of like, oh, I just wanna fucking like spend money on on people or whatever, right, or like I've in the sense that I believe it takes money to to like only rich people or only people who the only only things chicks like is dudes who spend money on them, I don't believe that right, you know at least for like the type of person that I would like to pursue right, but it's like. I don't have the confidence to not, to to get past that, you know? Because also, it's not even just a money thing. It's a money thing, and also a fact that, like, I don't, the only thing, I can't do anything. I can't, you know? Like, last week, I could hardly fucking take the train. I'm like, damn, can I even tap my card? Like, I, I had to try multiple cards to figure out which one I had 10 bucks on to even get on the train last week. Right. And I got paid this week and I got paid deep. I got paid handsomely. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I made 1400 bucks this week or this weekend. Okay. And that's fucking nothing because I haven't even paid down a card. I put, I paid down the statement balance of one. I paid down, like, half of the other, and I don't have much to to do much left, you know? Um, So, I don't know. And also, it's like, a part of me is like, damn, if only I could just turn my brain off and not think about dating at all, you know? And just be hyper-focused. Right, and not even just dating too, even like friendships and shit. Like I've, I'm, I'm committing myself to a few things, um, because I want to have a social life. Because social life is like one of the only fucking things that keeps me moving. With the fact that like my career, my professional life fucking sucks. Um, my family life is hard for me to like bring myself to maintain. My social life is like the one thing that like consistently consistently brings me joy fulfillment and like purpose and drive like like actively and that also requires a commitment tomorrow I'm gonna be in the city for a few hours um with DJ and Brandon working on shit and if we go to a bar obviously I'm gonna want a drink I'm not gonna get a drink drink I'm just gonna be ordering like a fucking ginger beer or some shit like that you know because I don't I really don't want to spend money. Um, And I've had enough to drink over the weekend, you know? Um, But I, like, I'm going to be there. And you already know me and my brain just, like, not cooperating when it comes to, like, not spending money, it seems. Um, Especially when I'm with the boys, right? Or with anyone, for that matter. Um, but also this week, like, um, I might go over to a friend's for dinner, so I gotta get a bottle of wine to bring, um, and then I may connect with some people who are just in town for the week, because that would be really, really nice. I'd love to do that, you know, like, actually hang out for a a couple hours, um, but wherever we go is, like, again, money spent, um, so... I don't know, man. This is the 0.1% of like negativity I'm feeling, right? But it's like tinging everything in a weird way, you know? Like I'm looking at the photos I, I edited for the fucking party, right? Uh the party the other day, and and like I get to the photos of the chick that I that that I've been basically crushing on, schoolboy crushing on cuz I'm cuz I'm a goddamn child and I don't like pursue the things I want. Um, or the, not the things, cause she's not a thing, like women aren't things, but like I don't pursue the, the relationships with the people that I want to, you know? Um, but I'm like scrolling through and I see it and I'm seeing her fucking face and I'm like, oh my gosh, why does my heart feel, feel so like, like fluttery? That's like, I should, it shouldn't, I shouldn't, you know? And it's, I know what it is, right? I haven't seen her since the first time I met her. Okay. Like b- prior to the Saturday, I hadn't seen her since the first time I met her. Right. So like I hadn't seen her since the first time I met her. So in my mind, like you know, like I don't. I'm like it's a so fucking manageable little like. Oh man, she's interesting. If if life lined up, um, I'd fucking hang out or date or whatever. Right. And then I see her in person. I'm like, oh damn, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what I felt like the first time I saw this person. Right, and she fucking sees me and she like hugs me and like oh shoot KJ nice to see you whatever I was like oh man hi and then she introduces me to this dude and I'm like wow this guy he looks interesting um I guess y'all are gonna fucking be married and like and like sign a sign a a contract saying that if either of you if y'all ever y'all will never uh break up, cause, or, or whatever, because if you do, your souls will be taken immediately upon doing so, and that way I'll never have a chance, <laughs> it's stupid, the way I discover that I have a fucking crush on someone, it's so annoying, it's so, so, so annoying, you know, reason I never ask her out is because she's all the way in, the, in fucking Jersey, and like, that's a stupid reason to not ask someone out, like, kind of-ish, but like, also not because it just makes things complicated in a in a big way, you know? Um I don't know man. So that's where my mind is. My mind is on dumb shit, like fucking relationships. Um Otherwise, I mean, what else? Mother's Day was yesterday. Mother's Day was cool. Um, Took my mom and grandma and and cousins and brother and people and everyone. And we all went out to, um, I took, my sister and I, we took them out to this restaurant. I passed the other day, um, called Las Santas in, uh uh downtown like a couple blocks off the nevin street stop it's across from brick um um or like around the block from uh from bam brick and bam it was really it was pretty nice this is obviously going by the name it's a mexican spot right my grandma is so fucking uncultured she's never had mexican food before it seems <laughs> didn't know what a churro is um uh, until until they brought it, and then she was like, oh, it's one of them things the Mexican ladies be selling on the subway. it's like, you ordered that? Like, you know, in a way of saying, why would you order that? This is not anything worth having. Uh, like, that that's the way she, in her mind, or that's the way that it came across, at least. That's what I would imagine she means by that, you know? Um, but, uh, Anyway. anyway, dinner uh, or brunch, whatever it was, we ate at like four o'clock. It was great. It was really, really good. The food was great. The only thing that sucked was the fucking service. So like, I don't know if they had just two people working in there. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like a crazy, I, I expected it to be like a Mother's Day rush, right? But when we got there, like place was half empty, you know, it's a big spot. Right. They got the outdoor area, which seats maybe like, I don't know, like 60 people or so. I don't know. I don't know, Or maybe like 20, 20 or 30 parties of people or so, maybe. And then like a really long bar. And then they have a whole inside area that's like, you know, you can't see from the outside. And um, and uh, like there are no windows to look into or anything. You just can't see from the outside. You go through a curtain and you're on the inside. And, like, it's about the same size as the outside. And it's like, oh, shit. It's a big spot. But there weren't so many people there. There may be, like, 20, 20 tables of people. Right? Like, nothing super crazy. If you're from a tiny town, I guess it's, like, a lot to you. But not that many. Um, But I don't, I don't know. Maybe there were, like, three, two or three servers. Because our chick, she left and came back once every, like, Twenty minutes, like she just fucking abandoned our table every once in a while, and then like we had the other chick come and be like, "Hey, the other one had to step out. I'll I'll make sure I'll take your uh, actual orders or whatever because we had our appetizers and drinks already." She took that, and then like another forty five minutes until the food came out. I'm like, my gosh, this is a service is slow as fuck. But you know, with a big party, there were eight of us. You know, the big party is always going to be uh, they're always going to put the gratuity on on the bill. So we can't choose to be shitty tippers. Also, I don't like to be a shitty tipper anyway. But, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, the whole fucking thing. I don't know. <sighs> Great food, though. Yeah. I will I will absolutely go back. It, like, the food was too good to deny. The prices were just fine. They got a lot. They, every day they have some kind of, like, deal or or, or promotion or whatever going on. And it's a nice spot. It's a really nice spot. Um, so I'm going to go back for sure. Sit on the outside for sure. Like they say you can't re- reserve the outdoors, but this place doesn't seem that busy at, at any time anyway. So no reason to reserve it anyway. I will just go go and sit, you know. Um. Yeah. So that was nice. What else? uh, some, I saw Cameron for the first time in maybe six months or so, my gosh, he's looking a lot better now, um, he put back on a bit of, of, of build, you know, a little bit of, uh, heft, but it's like a good look, you know, It it looks more like him, you know, um, like and not in a way of like oh it looks more like him because oh, we're used to him being chubby or whatever but he's not chubby but like he looks like he filled out a little bit which is really really good, um. So he you know grew out his hair a little. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I what I want to do. I'm not. Again, I'm not asking anyone out. <laughs> Let's go to this fucking dating thing. I'm not. I'm not pursuing anything. I. I'm kind of refusing to. There are a couple people, that, come to mind immediately that I'm like, oh man. If I was in the right spot to do it, in the right place to do it, I just ask them out like right now. Like I just text them, and be like, hey, cool meeting you. Let's grab a. Coffee or a drink or some shit, but I'm not gonna do it. You know just whatever. Um I yeah, I don't know what else to to say about that. That's the point one percent that's making me sad, you know? It's like the little 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 thing that's making me annoyed. Also also I was I was expecting I'd have more money after getting paid than I do. You know what's the most annoying shit is when my phone bill tells me that it I have a dumbass ridiculous expensive phone bill. It's like damn near 200 bucks for my one phone line. Um but it's cuz I pay for two. Phone lines because my old phone is on a phone line just in case, like, emergency or whatever. But also, that was the only way I can get the promotion so that I could get the new phone in the first place. But I put it on this fucking dumb, I don't know. It's just, and then plus the insurance for the fucking thing and like all this other shit. So, um, annoying bill, right? But I don't mind the number so much because it's an essential part of my life (laughs) to have this thing anyway and it's like it it pays its return every day obviously um but the only thing that i hate is when i get a notification that a bill was paid and then i don't and then i look at my account without looking i look at like my bank accounts Without looking at like the line items like of new billings, but I just look at the number in my account. Like, oh, okay, and I assume that that's the number after the bill has been paid, but no, because two or three days later, I actually see the shit get withdrawn withdrawn from an account that I didn't even think I didn't even remember was the one that I fucking set to auto pay the shit. You know, so now that account's gone up. And I and it's like two hundred bucks that I thought I'd accounted for, or I didn't have to account for that now I have to fucking account for, and it's, you know, messes with the shit. Um, it was really annoying. So I'm another I'm I'm behind now, and I'm behind in what I expected to be, and not just by that, not just by that uh, little phone bill, but like a couple other shits. Right. And also from dinner, because I wasn't expecting it to come up so much, because we weren't expecting about two, we, there were two extra people that came. Um, so, yeah. Lots and lots and lots of shit. Um, and I don't know where I'm finding my, I don't have any place immediately, or any place pending, that I'm finding my next bit of, of moolah, so... I am hesitant to spend any money on advancing the card game, um, which means I would have to put uh, push back the Kickstarter another month, which means or another however long, which means that, uh, when if and when the Kickstarter does go well, we wouldn't be able to fulfill orders in time for Christmas. Um, uh, well, no, not, not in time for Christmas. In time for uh fucking Black Friday which means we probably miss that Black Friday, Cyber Monday rush of sales um, because people haven't received their orders yet or whatever. Um, unless we could do like some pre-order thing. I don't know. But that happens. And then uh, it's like it pushes shit back. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to miss the holiday season because that's an important season, right? The last thing I'd want is to miss holiday season for 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 the game because then like that that that's such a critical season. It it just is. Like there's just so much money that could be made there. And I fear that without it, like I don't want to lose momentum on building it because again, I want to sell this shit, this the company of it, two years from the Kickstarter launch. Okay? And to do that, gotta make, gotta make about $500,000 in revenue in a year or in a, in a 12 month period to be, to be able to sell for the amount that or we want. And that's like minimum, you know? So like the actual number is about a million dollars or so, but then, you know, of course you got to take into account like, like expected growth and like the value of the IP and like all that shit, right? Um but I don't know. Um It's weird to be like such a positive person, I think. Like for me. Like I think I I think I'm relatively positive despite all the shit that I see. Or maybe maybe supported by the shit that I say here because I mean I've been doing this for four hundred and however many fucking four hundred fifty something or sixty something I don't know what we're on four hundred something episodes and i'm I'm still pushing on shit that I've been pushing on since episode one, right just like just like in different orders or different whatever I'm still trying, and I think it takes a lot of like positivity confidence whatever to continue trying on something right and i guess hope or faith i i don't even know if i believe in faith you know like i don't like not from not even from a fucking religious standpoint but just from like a uh, man just like have faith that something would happen it just feels so powerless you know it feels so almost inevitable in a way like i have no agency or control over over it right so i don't even want to say that word but i hope positivity confidence i feel like i have those things right like across everything like career, romance Family the uh, Fucking lifestyle Like all the shit that I want to do Fulfillment, happiness Should be the number one thing Right Um And I'm not even a very like Unhappy person I don't think Like sure, I don't have any of the things That I want <laughs> right now Um the only thing that I feel any fulfillment in right now is my social life, and not even full, not even that much. Just like it's a modicum, you know, modicum, modicum. How do you pronounce that word? Modicum, I think. Modicum sounds weird. I have a modicum of of a, of a fulfillment in that department. And then everything else is, like, just empty. Like. Right. I, like. It's weird to be. It's weird for me to go to multiple parties. And be. What I. What I consider to be. And what I think is received by others. Is to be, like. Charismatic and energetic and responsive and positive and happy and do all that stuff, right? And um. And to fee- also, feel like. Damn. How I don't. <laughs> I I almost don't belong in this room because I am cuz y'all are living lives that are y'all are adults like y'all are actually doing things. Like I don't I don't care to feel like a quote unquote man or whatever. And I don't feel like a child, but I don't feel like an adult. I don't have the the agency and independence that i think is required of a functioning uh type a adult and unless they say required i don't mean like required by other people or whatever but like like fits the criteria of of like what what is an adult like an adult is something someone someone generally right who is who is is independent of their caretakers and is, uh, yeah, independent of their caretakers and has some level of agency to do the shit that they want, right? And I think, I mean, I have some level of agency, right? But that independence part is hard and I won't have that for the next couple years, right? Provided that the card game goes really, really well. Um, and, and nothing, no other part of my life, like shifts dramatically, no other part of my professional life or career life or relationship life or whatever shifts dramatically in a way that I can have that sooner than two years from now, you know? And like, like right now I have this I don't know how to describe this feeling, but it's like in my core, like right, but under, like right between my lungs at the, like, but lower down, like right where my rib cage ends. Like I have this weird feeling here. Like the, the, whatever emotion is bubbling up from that. And I don't know what it is, but it's like, the, the thought of the next two years, I'm kind of relegating myself to a life of or the same, a, a similar life to what I've been living the past couple and or the or my, my whole life, basically, you know, with the only change being that I, I may find some professional success, some career success. Or not even career success. I mean, just like career activity, if that makes any sense, you know. Like I, I feel pretty strong on quitting photography as like a career thing. Like it'll probably only be a hobby, right? And then like one, uh, and like if the only way to go to crawfish party again next year is to bring my camera, it's like okay, cool. I'll do that too. Or, like, some certain other things. Like, there are certain other circles or people I want to be around. And if the only way I could be around them is to my camera, then, like, I guess fine. But I don't... I don't want to... I don't want the pressure of trying to make it work as a career anymore. And I think a big part of that is because... Like, I was, I was thinking about this earlier with a m- bunch of things. Like, fucking everything. Like, there, there's, there are a few pillars that something has to hit for it to be worth doing right like almost like your ikigai or or whatever right like one of those pillars that has to be usually and a pillar that all humans like we tend towards is is it something that we want to do right and sure i want to do photography absolutely right so it hits that pillar and i was thinking about this what other things um hit that pillar it's like okay um I, what I, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to, uh, cur- I want to build a couple of businesses like bone and the card game. I want to make those things reality for sure. Right. And then of course I want to travel and I want to do all this stuff. And then it's like, okay, what are the other pillars that have to hit for those things to continue going? And it's like, okay, I want to do it. And, and, uh, it's effective, right? Like doing it is, is an effective use of my time and life or whatever. And it's like photography, eh, like in a way, kind of, you know, I feel like I've plateaued. Um, no, I don't feel like that. Every shoot I do is better than the last, or like it tends to be better than the last one. Or like I find some new kind of something in every every project I do, right? But in terms of like career effectiveness, is it effective as a career? No. It hasn't been. Historically it hasn't been. I've been lying to myself and to other people that I've been successful at it like in a good way before, like in a way that's substantial, in a way that's like over 30k a year and it's like no, I've hardly crossed 15 most years, some not even 10. Um, so if we're measuring it by money, then it's like, has it been effective for that? The answer is no. Or resounding no. Right? Has it been successful for some level of like professional and career advancement in terms of like skill set and experience? Absolutely. For sure. Right? Um, and then like the other question is like, does it help others? Is it, is it useful to the world around me? And and the answer is again a resounding yes right i did this shoot um not only just to go, but also because i like i i would love to help the people who want to support me in that way right um so like like i want to i want to support whoever wants to support me you know and of course i would hope that whoever i support would continue to want to support me like it's a, a circle or a reciprocating whatever right um I do hope like i I do hope that, but um but those like those are some those are like the main pillars and I was thinking about like uh looking for a job right and every time I think about looking for a job I'm like it doesn't fulfill any of these pillars, you know like job hunting for sure like having a job fulfills like one pillar right and that's like the utility of be being something that makes money like consistently weekly like like whatever the thing is acquiring a job fulfills none of these pillars like absolutely none i it's a waste of time i applied to so many fucking jobs got nothing out of it right It fucks with my mental health because the constant rejection or, 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 or just, uh, like lack of, lack of any, any response, right? Like that's, that's no good. Um, the jobs that I'm applying for, um, most of those are things I don't even want to do, but they're the only things that are available, right? Um, And the effort to, just the effort, the time investment to do it, writing, you know, polishing your resume, uh, writing cover letters, fucking reaching out and and following up and doing that and even researching jobs and doing all that shit. Acquiring a job is, and it doesn't pay, obviously, right? Like if the US government decided to actually pay you to apply to jobs, and you made 10 bucks for every fucking application or something, five bucks for every application you send in, there'd be at least some kind of like incentive to do it. But no, no incentive. I have zero incentive to apply to, for a job because again, a rejection after rejection after rejection. The only ones that I could even apply to that would accept me are ones that are fucking soul sucking, like fucking, pa- a, 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 you know, packing boxes and like doing dumb shit. Right? Catering or whatever the fuck those things are. Like, makes no sense for me to do it. Therefore, no, never applying for a job ever again. I refuse. Like, at this point, right now, at this age, in this time, it, my feeling is that I will go my whole life, not my, the rest of my life, not applying for a job, not voluntarily applying for a job. Right? Like I might just have to get kicked out, <laughs> and live on the streets, over apply for a job because it's just fucking useless. It it's just useless, a waste of time, energy, mental effort. Uh, bad thing to invest your time in, at least for me, right? Someone without a degree in anything useful, let alone a degree in in anything that would have been useful, right? even a fucking video arts and tech degree from a community college or even a four year degree in film from whatever college you don't get jobs with, with degrees in any industry that I would have gone to school for and I would have gone to school for nothing useful you know you know I, I wish I had the kind of support um, throughout high school and earlier in the career that I wanted to pursue or that I want to pursue as a filmmaker, because I think I like, in terms of like, not just like, I'm not just talking about like emotional support of like, yeah, you can do it, whatever. But I mean, also like parents who would not just push me, but even like assist me in like learning about film or learning about that industry or like, doing that kind of thing or encourage me to do more of that despite my lack of grades and lack of whatever like to actually do those things because I think I would have matured a lot faster if I had that support like I would have learned a lot of things that I had to learn on my own when I got into college like I would have learned this shit in high school like oh Maybe don't go to college for film. Go for something like marketing or business. Because I would have been in the position where I'd be like, where I would learn like, oh, not only do I like making film, I, I don't mind like making marketing projects. Because I think at that age or in high school, I had the idea to create like different kinds of marketing, quote, like marketing types of projects and shit. Like advertising work. Like that was in my mind, right, and like in terms of like a business mindset, like I always had a little bit of that. I always liked running numbers, I always liked doing that kind of thing, right, and I think of it I had the support, I didn't have to fight everyone, literally everyone, right, like damn near everyone to be a to learn shit about filmmaking then. That, like, if I wouldn't fight, like, swimming against a current, that current would have pushed me a lot faster to realize, oh, I like this part of filmmaking, and I like building, and I like building shit. So maybe instead of going to school for film, I would go for business development, marketing, advertising, something that would have actually been useful. And maybe I would have actually enjoyed doing that, right? Like, maybe I would have done my advertising projects. Because it would have been something new and technical that I'm learning instead of the shit that they were teaching me in video arts and tech at BMCC that, one, I either already knew or, two, I just wasn't interested in because I didn't want to learn broadcast TV. I didn't care. I didn't care for that shit. And I knew I didn't care for that shit. I just, like, sat in the class and I took it because I didn't know. I didn't even know if, uh, like, I wasn't even supposed to be in that fucking class, that fucking uh, uh, broadca- broadcast class or whatever. Like I literally wasn't supposed to be in that class. My name wasn't on the shit. It was in. It was somewhere on my schedule, but I wasn't qualified to take it or something like that because I had to do prerequisites. But I went anyway because I put it on my schedule, or I put it. I did something that I ended up in that class, and I kept going because I enjoyed the. I enjoyed being there, but I didn't. It's not something I wanted to learn, right? So I think if I'd have, um, I think that I think there are so many. If I didn't have to swim against a fucking current, right? With that shit. And that current being, you know, both my parents prioritizing my grades in just like regular school over like me actually learning a skill and learning shit, that that's a big thing. Um and then the pushback of like teachers and like whatever, or not even pushback. Um my teachers did encourage me, but of course they wanted decent grades, of course, right, because like just because it's easier to do shit when you have that, which i I sympathize with I get it, i totally, but also like, and my teacher would have like provided certain resources or not provided certain resources, but like I don't know, sat me down one day and be like, yo, what are you um um like I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know." Like if someone would have talked to me about filmmaking and be like, "Hey, you, um I know you want to be a filmmaker and all that. Like have and I know that you like planning shit and do all that. Have you thought about like the business of filmmaking?" Like if someone would have asked me that when I was 15, I think that would have changed my fucking life. That could have potentially changed my actual like life. If someone would have asked me like just presented to me the idea of the business of producing projects because i wasn't thinking about the business of it i was only thinking about the artist the art of it and like and like making projects and like doing that but i wasn't thinking about like okay how do you make money from being a filmmaker i thought it was like oh you fucking make write a script and you get pitched oh and you pitch it and someone can do millions of dollars or, or hundreds of thousands or however much to make the project Right, Not for short films, and you not for short films, but for other projects, like for for features and shit, I thought that's that's what you're supposed to do. And and if not, then you just end up working on the production team, on the executive production team, like as a cinematographer or director or whatever. and, And you get paid to do that, and over time you just build up your career. That's what I thought it was. I didn't think that, hey, you could make money from short films until I figured this shit out like a couple years ago. Like, oh, there is a way to do it. You make the project, you make a couple projects, you package it together, you sell those as tickets, but you have to market that. You have to advertise for it. Like, I think that could have changed my entire life. But, you know, here I am. And um, and it's like back when I had the the, the enthusiasm and a little bit of a support structure like right around the end of high school or in my year in college. And I guess a year after that, like those two, two to three years or that one to two and a half years or however long, like that, that time could have been gigantic. If my mindset had shifted a little bit to where it is now, like if it, if it could have shifted back then, if I didn't have to learn this shit on my own, you know, um, but then again I can't be too get can't be mad at it because like also who would know to tell me that right like who in my life would have known to to even present the idea of like hey I know you want to be a filmmaker Here's, here are some steps to do it because again growing up I always thought about oh how do I get to this how do I get to this final point I can wait I'm patient. I can do it 10 years from now. Or not, I can do it. I can, the 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 final goal can be 10 to 15 to 20 years from now. I've always been like that, right? Since I was like fucking 10 years old and I was working on the TV show or working on a, the Passion Project for the first time like when I was nine years old or however. I was working on my main Passion Project. Like, I was never thinking, oh, next year we're gonna make this another show. It's like, oh man, I, it, you know, by high school, you know but when you're 9 you <laughs> like high school is is a lifetime away right but like the but the idea of patience was already there you know like that is patient for a 9 year old to be like oh when i'm 15 or 16 i'll do this thing right because in my mind that's far that's forever away little did he know but yeah that's forever away like i've always had that and like i was like i can work towards this but Again, who was in my life to be able to tell me about filmmaking or to or to even like be able to take the time out to learn about it with me, you know, not even the time, but the time, the effort, the interest to do so. Right. None of my teachers were going to fucking do that when I was that young. Um. None of my teachers. Were, yeah, maybe one of my teachers before before ninth grade would have done that. One, what only one I can think of that would actually like do that, Miss Welder in uh, seventh grade, my seventh grade English teacher, you know. Oh, was she seventh or eighth? Grade? No, she was my eighth grade. Miss Mullins was my seventh grade English teacher. No, she was math. What the fuck? What I can't remember shit. No, she was English because because uh, uh, fucking dickhead was was math teacher. Um, but uh, yeah, I think my eighth grade. English teacher would have been the only person who would like actually it. Like, I could even con- perceive who would even per- like fucking have the idea to look shit up to be like, Hey, how do you get a camera for really cheap and like rent it out or something? And, and then come to me like, Hey, you can like rent this camera out and like make a little project. And I'd be like, Yeah, but I don't have any money. I'm 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 but a lowly eighth grader. I get five dollars a week for for like snacks and shit. And then she go, "Oh, okay." Well, then um here's how you get a a um here's how you, here's how you can get shit, like buy shit online without having a credit card. You get a gift card at a whatever. So save up your money for a couple weeks when you have 20 bucks or 30 bucks or so, get a uh, get a gift card and rent your shit with a gift card. It's like, "Oh, that's an idea." But no one'd told like again, no one in my life could have told me that. Not my mom, not my dad. They weren't they were busy fucking fighting. Um and like, you know doing that shit. And then I mean not that they were in the same household, but they're like they're busy dealing with their lives and like fighting each other and us at every fucking point. And then like, I, like no other adults in my life care would care enough until I was in high school, and in high school, again, they do care, but they don't know, you know, they're not, they don't know how to do that shit, and the one who, and the one or two who would have, like, I didn't develop enough relationship with either of them, one of them should fucking seemed to hate me, because I was relatively hateable, I was <laughs> not very charismatic, I was very, very blunt with the way I spoke, and I said shit in ways that were very, very off-putting, to her or to most people I'm sure like I remember there was one time like I was asked by the principal office to go have her print something at the end of the day so I went to go do that and the way I said it was not like hey hey could you like get this thing done at any point like I was just asked I just want to find out and you don't have to do it immediately if you're busy but like at some point I was like I just went in. I was like, hey, um, they asked if you could do this. And she was like, okay, cool. And I was like, I need it now. And she very obviously got frustrated, like, verbally at me. I was like, hey, I'm doing something. Like, the way you say things is really, really annoying. And, like, that makes sense, you know? Like, from a human emotional standpoint. Like, of course. But at the time, I was a fucking idiot. You know, like I just emotionally just not matured and make sense of of uh, couldn't make sense of social interactions or like make myself come off in a way that's accurate to the way that I mean things, you know, and still I have that problem sometimes, but not nearly not nearly as much as I did back then. Back then I was basically just an asshole, you know, I didn't mean to be a lot of the time. I did mean to be some of the time, but a lot of the time I didn't mean to be, I was just saying things um, and I just didn't know how to say them anyway I don't know um, 48 minutes and 49 minutes in or so ugh you know, I had a dream last night about Succession, I think. And in the dream, I predict, I predicted the last couple episodes of the series. And here are my predictions. And I'll know if these predictions are true. I doubt they are, right? There's no way they are. But I'll know if these predictions are true in uh, a couple weeks when the final episode airs. Um, I predicted that... The deal, the ATN, um, the Gojo buying ATN deal isn't going to go through, right? Because someone go decides to go public with some bit of information and it fucks the entire thing, right? But obviously Kendall and and uh, and Roman don't want don't want it. They they don't want the deal anyway. However, they do want to buy Gojo. Right. So, um, my prediction was that, like, with the deal getting fucked, it also fucked the ability to, for Kendall, uh, for, for eight, A- not ATN, for, um, for Waystar to buy Gojo. And, like, everyone's upset. And, and some, for whatever reason, I think, well, what did I dream? I dreamed that. They were in a they were in like a private jet hangar, right? And Kendall Oh, it was everyone's there, right? You got all the Roy kids, you got Greg and Tom, you got um fucking Matson and like his his Scandinavian cronies, and you have you know, and like the board members and like everyone's there. And at some point, um at some point Matson gets so pissed that he stabs Kendall in the back not like metaphorically like in a business sense like literally pulls out a knife and sta- and stabs Kendall in the back like killing him right and like as Kendall's like 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 try like standing up still like he's in shock cuz he just got stabbed in the back and everyone's looking like what the fuck like Mattson whispers something in his ear or something like that and like it ends with Kendall dying um, and, uh, and, uh, some other shit happening. That was, there. I, it was way more detailed than that, though. I think I had about, the dream that I had, it took up, it, I think it was enough material for an, for one episode, for like an hour-long episode, okay? Or maybe like two 30-minute chunks of two different episodes, if that makes sense um there was like so it was way more yeah obviously none of that shit's gonna happen because if i dreamed it, it's not gonna happen <laughs> that's such a that's such a cynical fucking sad pathetic thing to say but um i don't know um that is a joke uh kind of ish no i you know the thing I, I say all the time of like um anything that i I imagine to happen or anything that anyone imagines to happen will never happen in the exact way that we imagine it to happen. You know, like I'm imagining tomorrow. I'm like, oh, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to, when I wake up, I'm not even going to say what position I'm going to wake up in, like if I'm on my side or on my stomach or whatever. I'm going to wake up in the morning and at whatever time I wake up, I'm probably going to browse my phone for way too fucking long. And then when I get up, I'm going to have to go directly into the city to meet up with the boys. That's what I imagine is going to happen tomorrow. I guarantee that's not going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> I guarantee I, it's either I'm going to toss and turn all night and then get up like haphazardly or something. Or I'm going to uh, wake up and immediately get out of my bed. I'm going to sleep just fine, immediately get out of my bed and make whatever, just out a whim for some fucking reason. Or I'm going to... Um, or I'm going to get up and be on my phone for hours. Or I'm going to be annoyed my grandma's going to fucking bust my door down yelling at me to do laundry or do some other shit, right? There's a million possibilities of something that could happen. I could, call, I could get a phone call in the morning that I have to take, right? Or that I don't even have to take, but it wakes me up out of my sleep. There's like so many fucking things that are going to happen that I'm not imagining. Because I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up the same way that I normally do or or some similar way or something like that. Nothing interesting is going to happen. But you never know. Maybe I'll wake up and, and uh, like, the other day when there's fucking people installing solar panels on the roof, um, they'll wake me up. Maybe that'll happen, you know? Um, maybe when I wake up, my phone will be dead because I didn't plug it in on the charger or something. Maybe when I wake up, um, um, my curtains will be changed. It's always something stupid. It's always something, you know? Anyway, that's all. I even don't know what I'm fucking gonna go call this episode. Later.